So over here we have a Zasugya, a Sugya that is, uh, we'll see in a moment, not only extremely Nagaya, but extremely Gishmak. And uh, I admit that it's much easier for me to talk about the Sugya because I've already eaten and talking about all this food to the Oilam that hasn't yet eaten. But I suppose that that's the Fumtsara Agra. And the Maisa, the whole, the Gansa Tainus of Asarabatevis is not a difficult tainus, Kayadua. It's not the same level as a tainus of the difficulty of a Tishabov, not even a Shiva Sarbatam, certainly not a Kipper. The idea is, is that now, smack in the middle of the winter, a person just has to have a time to introspect and to reevaluate and to set goals and purposes till the end, until the end, the end line, until he gets to Purim, until he gets to Pesach. So now that's what we're doing. We're in this in the middle of the winter, the Heilika winter nacht, when it's, you know, we're doing what the Heilika Bashefer wants, being Moisif in Torah, even in a fast day when it's slightly difficult. So let's, amongst that difficulty, learn the Heilika Torah, the Geshmaka Torah, the Torahs of bread, the dinam of Amoyti Lechem in The starting point, of course, is the Gemara in Lamed Zayin, Lamed Aleph over here, the Gemara. Seems to say that Tanya, that's what we spoke about last week. If he takes this uh, wheat, this stalk, he takes it and he smashes it up, he grinds it up, and then he cooks it. So it depends. He cooked it. Excuse me. First, he baked it, then he cooked it. So it depends if the Prusas are Kayim. You make a moitzi, and you make a birchas amazin. If ain't a prusas kayim, something about if the pieces aren't kayim, so then you make a mezainus, and you make an alamechia. That's what it says over here in brachas, on daflamet zayin, omen aleph. On omen bays, it says like this, omar abyesef, haichavitza, this be piruin kezayis. Over here, it seems to make a differentiation if there's a kezayis. So then we make a moitzi. Now, before we spoke about Prusas Kayamis. And now, all of a sudden, we get into a whole new sprach. We start talking about Kezayis. Till now, we spoke about Prusas Kayamis. Now we're going to discuss if there's a Kezayis. And then that's going to be Taisis' Shiloh. So, Omar of Yasef, Haichavitza de Ispe Pirurin, Kezayis, Betrili, you make a moitzi, and Labasayif, you make a Berksamazin. If there's no Kezayis, you make a Berman of Zion, it's an Alamechia. And then Rav Yasef is Meirich from Rayas, from Menachis, which we won't go into right now. In Besayf the Sugya, it says, Hochav in Mayaskin, and Babab Milach and Gadda, Mayav Allah. So Kamari has the Kasha, what's Lamaskana? Omar Sheshes, Hai Chavitza, Avogav the Lace Baby Ruin Kazayas. The Chavitza that doesn't have a Kazayas, you make a Moitzi. And Omar Rava, Vuhudika Teresa Nahamba. So now you have a tremendous amount of information and a tremendous amount of confusion. Anamad Aleph, it seems to say that if you want to know if something is a moitzi, what's the kaveh of something is a moitzi? So Gemara makes a differentiation. Is it pusis kayamis, the pieces are intact, or not the pieces intact? And that's what's going to be the, the ter- determining factor if one is going to make on it a moitzi and a birch or if he's going to make a mezayinus and he's going to make only an alamechia. That's what it seems to say Anamad Aleph. Anamad Bez, it seems to say Everything depends on Kezayis and not Kezayis. <clears throat> if it's a Kezayis, you took this wheat, you ground it up, then you baked it, and then you cooked it. It seems to be, it depends if it's a Kezayis or not a Kezayis. If it's a Kezayis, it's always a Moitzi. If it's not a Kezayis, and then at the end of the Sugya, it seems to tell us that there's a case of even when it's not a Kezayis, so then it has now a new thing, a Tzurisa de Nahama. It has the tsura of bread, whatever the tsura of bread is. But if it has the tsura of bread, then you still make a moitzi, even if less than a kezayis. So I have over here prusis kayamis. I have over here kezayis. I have less than a kezayis. I have tsurisa de nahama. And all these things I have to put together and figure out what to do. Taisvis. In Brachis, Daflam and Zion, Rabbi Demis is. There's the sheet of the Rashi. There's the sheet of the Rambam. <clears throat> and unfortunately... We don't have time to be married on all the shittas, so we're going to go with Taisis and the how the Shulchan Aruch Paskins really over here in Simen Kuf Samachas, basically Sif Tes and Sif Yud. <clears throat> and as we see, it'll spill over into Sif 
Yud Aleph and Yud Beis. Over here, says Taisvis, and now I'm going to tell you the Klalim that come out of Shulchan Aruch Sif Yud, and then the Mishaburah Sif Kat and Memtas, all based on Taisvis, and then I'll read it to you inside Bez Hashem. The basic idea that Taisis teaches us that Taisis Brachas, the, the first Taisis in Brachas, Daf Lamed Zayin Mabes, Taisis says, Rav Yasev is Mefarish Haprusis Kayomis Hainu Kizayis. He says, Shneach Aloim is Chaloim Echlasein. They're both the same. There's no Machlaikis. When we say Prusis Kayomis, we mean it's Kizayis. When we say it's ain process chemist, we mean it's less than a kazais. And that's a major determining factor. Now, again, we haven't yet finished, but that's Stamazai Kape, what the words mean. And Taisa said this is explicit in the Ushami. Then Taisa in Brachas Lamed Zayin Rebbe's adds, Lachain Nirali, a new idea. The Chavitza, what is this Chavitza? It's a Pirurin, little shtiklach of bread that were stuck together, Ayadei soup. Milk, honey, these types of things, like we find the chavita de tamri. Now, Baisai, when you add all this up together, you get what it says in Shulchan Aruch, in Sifyod, and the Meshavur and Sifkat Memtas. And here's what comes out. There's going to be a chilik if you cooked it or did not cook it. Then there's going to be a chilik if kezayis or not kezayis. Then there's going to be a chilik if you didn't cook it but it got stuck together all your day, some type of a medium, uh, perhaps milk, perhaps honey, etc. <clears throat> and then there's going to be a case of where there was no cooking done at all. And to make a long story short, I'll make it very clear, Bez Hashem, the first thing you have to know is that when there was no cooking and no sticking, and you take a piece of bread and you smash it up into a thousand pieces and little dots, little microscopic dots, but you did nothing to it, even though those microscopic dots are mamish, the, 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 the tiniest little pieces of bread, the halacha is you make on that amoytzi. If you take your bread and you make it into matzah, matzah meal, <clears throat> you take your matzah, you make it into matzah meal, you take your bread, you make it into breadcrumbs, the brachas on one breadcrumb, you make amoytzi. You don't wash you don't make the bracha of Natil Sedayim when you wash. Do you wash? So the Mishabur brings down that even under Kezayis, the person is supposed to wash his hands for Natil Sedayim if he was having a breadcrumb, but he certainly doesn't make a bracha because you don't make a bracha by side until you have a kebeya of bread. So if a person decides he wants to have a spoonful of matzah meal, so then the aloha is, you wash Natil Sedayim, you don't make a bracha, you make a maiti. If you have a kezayis, make a bracha samazin. If you don't have a, a, a kezayis, you don't make a bracha samazin. People are sitting here wondering, what's a case where a person is going to have matzah meal? Who's eating breadcrumbs? What's his case? The truth is, this is explicit in Shulchan Aruch and Sif Tess. So even Lishma, you have to learn it. Pas, gomer, afilu, pachas, mikezayis, you make a moitzi. Nothing, it wasn't processed. So therefore, it did not lose the shame amoitzi. And even though there was a havamina maybe in the sugi that you could have lost the shame amoitzi once it got ground up into matzah meal. But the Allah Lemaisa, based on this taisvis, is that once it was bread and no process was done to it, only a grinding process, you ground up the bread into matzah meal, the bracha remains amoitzi, and you make after it no bracha, achraina, unless you have a kezayis. And then if you make a kezayis, if you have a kezayis, you make a bracha samazin. Where's this nageya? So like you say, you know, that's why it's always good to learn because sometimes you don't realize this can be extremely negaya. And this is really the uh, Mishtabura. And the truth is more than the Mishtabura, but the Mishtabura gives this Eitzah, the Bir and gives this Eitzah, the Shulchanarach and Simen Tov Samech Aleph is talking about if a person is uh, eating matzah, to be Yaitzah, the mitzvah of matzah. So Shulchanarach says Yaitzah Adam B'matzah Shruayah. If a person, you're allowed to be yoytze in the midst of matzah. People that don't eat kibraks should cover their ears for a moment right now. But those that eat kibraks, you can take matzah, dip it in water, and eat the matzah. And you're yoytze in the midst of matzah. The only time it's a problem is, is like we'll see in a moment, when this matzah gets dissolved inside the water, then you can't be yoytze in the matzah anymore. But if it was cooked matzah, so then you can't be yaitzeh because it no longer has the time of matzah, as the Mishabura seems to explain over here. Then it doesn't have already the tam matzah. Lashon of the Mishabura, when he describes this, of Bishla, he says, Afilu if it would have a kezayis. So then already it doesn't have the time of matzah anymore. Once it was cooked, it lost the time of matzah. But let's say a person wants to know, can I take matzah and dip it in water? Is yaitzeh. 
comes along the beer Allah over here. And this idea is based on a pre-garden tough Samach Aleph and Mishpit is cotton base. And he says, Listen, let's say you have somebody who's a Zakin and a Khaila. Really, it's a Mishabru over here in Sivkatan Yud Zion. Let's say you have somebody who's a Zakin or a Khaila and or he doesn't have teeth. How's he gonna be out to the mitzvah of matzah? So the Mishabru brings over here. He says, Look, very simple Aitzah. Give this person he doesn't have teeth, take the matzah, dip it in water, and let him suck the matzah and eat the matzah. And the Mishabur brings that's a wonderful Aitzah, and it's mutter even lechatchila to do this. Mishabur just brings down, be careful, obviously, not to soak the matzah in water for 24 hours, because then you can have the problem of kafish kum bushel. Kum to gain the beer lelk, and he says, ah, that's a nice Aitzah, but I have another nice Aitzah. <clears throat> so I guess, I guess the beer lelk was having rachmanis on the people that don't eat kibrox. So for in this matzah to be yaitzah the mitzvah matzah we're going to let you eat kibrox. But the mishabrua is having rachmanis on achenu that don't eat kibrox, and he says, "What should a fellow do who doesn't kibrox? He doesn't brock." Zakter yesh oid eitzah lemish kachal loy lechol matzivesha. It's hard for him to eat dry matzah, so he should take the matzah, grind it up, even like kemach, like matzah meal. Umevarchen amoitzi vachilas matzah, and you make a beer because I'm mazen, and you yaitzah the halakim mitzvah matzah. Azay state in Rebbe Biralacha based on the Prima Godim. And that's the klal the Prima Godim says. Anything you make a moitzi of Birchsamazin, anything that you don't make a Birchsamazin and a moitzi, excuse me, you're not Yoitse, the Mitzvah Matzah. And the Birke Yosef, the Chidon, Tavsam Chalif, and Sivkat and Aleph, he brings down, he says, let him take the matzah, grind it up. Let him just eat it, no problem. And he brings our Shulchan Aruch. If you take it and you smash it up and grind up matzah meal, and he says, I heard that this is what the Maru Abu Lafia did. And this is born in the Shari Chuvin, Tav Samachal, and Sivkat and Beis. And like we mentioned, this idea is born in the Bira Lacha. So this Abaisai is number one. That you have to know if it wasn't processed at all, all it was was ground up. It's a moiti, it's bechamazin, and you can be yaitzi in the midst of matzah. Beloy shum safek and beloy shum shalom. It's true, you won't have a shalom, but the Kodesh Baruch Hu will understand. Or maybe you could grind it up on Yantav Alein. You'd start with a shalom, then grind it. You could dine if that would be a hefsik. Ain ain toichen achar toichen anyways, even if it would fall out on Shabbos. But Akaponim, certainly, is yaitzi the mitzvah of matzah. I just want to be myself. Let's say, you know, it's very difficult. Go and try and eat matzah meal. That's not an easy thing to do. It gets all uh, powder and it's very difficult uh, to eat such a thing. So, kipshutai, even those that would eat kibrachs would have an etza, let him put it in his mouth and then drink down the water. And that ready, I think many, even of the chesishapais, are makele, that that wouldn't be considered kibrachs. <clears throat> and certainly, that wouldn't be considered that it turned into a, 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 a the 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 matzah flower has now lost its color and the water has uh, turned white. The vada that takes a while for such a thing to occur, and therefore that would be the eitzah for somebody that can't eat. That's sivtas, and that's the first cloud. The second cloud, based on taisvis, is what happens if he cooks bread that was previously baked, regular bread. <clears throat> What's the din? The way taisvis learns a suga, it's a chilik. Whether it's a kazayas or not a kazayas, kloimar. Here we don't care, sarisa dama, not sarisa dama. We will assume that if you cook something more than a kazayas, it still has the tsura of pas, because a kazayas has that certain level of chashivas. And under a kazayas, once you cook some some a piece of bread under a kazayas, it now lost the shame pas. It's a big side and now you will make on it a mezayinus. And even if you would eat. Thousands of them, for example, we'll see soon that certain croutons that they sell, <clears throat> certain ones they sell, they're just deep fried. But certain ones, they were baked bread, and then they take the bread, and then they cut them up, and then afterward, they deep fried them. They, in essence, they cook them. So let's say you have croutons, and you know that those croutons, after they had been baked, were then cooked. So then, what's the halacha? Since they're all less than a kezayis, the halacha says tois is clearly if they have lost their shame amoitzi. So if you have a bag of kutans, and I'm not going to today tell you because I every time I give the shear, I find out the ones in America, the soup ones, the the 
uh, salad ones and the ones in America and the one the awesome ones and then this one they're all different and they're all this so so right now let's talk theoretical and maybe <clears throat> if we have Seth Shmaya we'll try to see in the practical what is going on in the market but in the theoretical right now a crouton which was a piece of bread that they slice. Let's say you do it at home yourself. You want to make your homemade croutons. You take them, you slice them up into 100 pieces, and then you deep fry them in oil. <clears throat> deep frying in a local we'll see in a moment is called cooking. So if you bake it and you take something which is under kazai's bread and then you cook it, the locha is clear that now it lost the shame bread that itself is taking away the tzirisa de nahama. That itself is therefore mezainus. Uh, and if you eat the whole bag, or even 10 bags after you get out of the hospital, you only make an alamechia. You do not bench because it lost the shame bread. <clears throat> it has nothing to do with the regular Shiloh Pazababa Kistin, where after you eat a certain amount, you have to bench. After you eat a certain amount, you have to say Neilo. But after you bench, after you eat a certain amount, you have to bench. Here's nothing to do with that. It no longer has the shivas of bread. So that's how Titus learns the sugya. Prusis Kayamis means it's a kezayis. If it's a kezayis, when you cook it, it didn't lose the shame bread. If it's under a kezayis and you cook it, it lost the shame bread. That's rule number two. So again, rule number one is, if I did nothing to it, but just grind it up, I might see. Rule number two is, if I cook it, now it depends if it's a kezayis or not a kezayis. If it's a kezayis, it remains with the shame, I might see. The third rule that Tyson says over here is, let's say I don't cook it. Okay, so now if I don't cook it, what's a shiluch? I touch it, I might see. But I take it, and now I do two things to it. Listen closely, because you need both things to down. Now we need, a, how are we going to remove the shame? Amoitzi, something was amoitzi, you got to remove that shame. One way of doing it is if you cook under kezayis. One way of doing it is if you take something, which is number one, ain't under kezayis, and number two, you stick it together with a dvaj or a marak or some type of a liquid medium, and you stick it together. And when you stick it together, it loses the tsura bread. It doesn't look like bread anymore. So now, if you have both of them under kezayis, and it doesn't look like bread, because it was stuck together, and I'll give you an example in a moment, so then the luck is going to be that on that is going to turn into a bayre, my name is Zainus. So these are the three rules. Rule number one, if you grind it, doesn't matter, not standard of processing, if you have the right amount. Rule number two, if you cook it, depends if it's kezayis or not kezayis. Rule number three is, is if you didn't cook it, but you made it under Kezayis and you were stuck it together in an oifen of where you don't see anymore the past. You don't see that as a tzura of past and it was stuck together. So that is now going to be a mezainus. I'll give you an example. <clears throat> there was a yeshiva. Somebody mentioned uh, that the, the Balkan found out, this is going back 30 years ago today, the yeshiva would be closed down for abuse or who knows what if you, if you tried such a thing. But the 30 years ago, there was a yeshiva that they wanted to fill up the bakrim. So what were they doing? They made the tuna with the leftover challah. How do you make tuna with leftover challah? It's a very in, 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 ingenious uh, chef over here. He took the challah, he put it into a food processor, a blender, who knows what. He made it into matzah meal, and he basically put it into the tuna with oil, and it made the tuna thick. Nobody knew what was going on, but the tuna was quite filling. So afterward, the Balkan found out and they wanted to know what bracha do you make on this tuna? Do you make a moitzi on this tuna? Do you make a mezainis on this tuna? It sounds like a madrash plia. That yeshiva, after yeshiva, and the yeshiva learned over here what it says in Shogunar Kufzam and He says, look, under kezayis, stuck together with oil, certainly doesn't have the tzuris of the naham, but it has the tzuris of the tuna. So he said the bracha in such a case is the chayra, a mezainis. Not even a shakal. It seems to be that the bracha on the it's a good riddle. <clears throat> where do you have a case of where the bracha on tuna is a mezainus? I guess the answer is change yeshivas. But that Rabbi Isai, are the three rules that come out of Taisvis, and that's basically in a nutshell what it says over here in Shulchan Aruch Kumtzam Chesiv Yud, based on the Mishabur Memtes. Chavitza dehainu dazak the Shulchan Aruch dehainu pirulelechem. And now we just read the whole long Shulchan Aruch. Now it's very simple. Shenid beku yachalei de marak. So it depends. If it's cooked, it depends. If yesh by kezayis, afa pee that it wouldn't have a toyo lechem. It doesn't matter. You can't lose the toyo lechem. <clears throat> it's a moitzi lechem in a oritz. Once it has a kezayis, you can't lose it once you have a kezayis. Ain't but kezayis. 
Afapi that it would have a tayar lechem. Doesn't matter. Once you cook it, you lost it. It's a bare mezayis. So it's bishul is an automatic mafkia for under kezayis, and you can't affect an over kezayis. Then goes on the shulchan aruch and he says, if there's prusis that are kezayis, but they were stuck together ayaday tvash, and who knows why? Again, you can't remove the shame amaytzi. But if it doesn't have a tar lechem and it's under a kezayis, so that says the shulchan aruch But if it's ain the loy mevushal the loy mechuber you just break it up into tiny pieces. Have a pee that it doesn't matter. It's a tiny, tiny pieces, and a person sees a speck of dust. It doesn't matter. The bracha is birchas hamaitzi, and afterward a birchas hamazain. Does is in a nutshell the whole sifyud. Now the ma'isa, the ma'isa. What's the Hezber in this? <clears throat> I saw one Sefer that he writes, the L'chayra, this entire din, he says, how could you be Mechalik between Kezayis, under Kezayis? Hooray, we know that Yesh Bishel Agar Afiyah, we know that Bishel affects Afiyah. So therefore, how could it be that I cooked a piece of bread, <clears throat> but because the bread has a Kezayis, where do we find the Shivas of Kezayis Klape? This we found a chashivas kap a surim of of what point it has a chashiv a muff that you're going to be like or at what point you make a a, a reina. But where do we find that it makes enough gemina klape affecting an item that when something is a certain size, then the item can't get affected? A very difficult thing. Did you ever hear in Hilchos Shabbos that if something is more than a kezayis, we don't say ein bishalach. We'll, we'll say ein bishalach arfiya. Hard to understand the visual process, the chemical process, <clears throat> albeit on halachic understanding. But if you did that process to it, so then you did the process. What's the difference? More than a kazayas, less than a kazayas. So I saw one safe that says, no, it can't be. There's really no real chilik between less than a kazayas and more than a kazayas. And bam is, once you cook it, it's over. You lost the shame bread, minatoiro. Just ma, just more than a kazayas. The chazal made it rabbanon that it's still called abayitzi and under uh, under kezayis they didn't make that the rabbanon. But more than a kezayis, really, it's also lost the shame bread once you cook it, because once you cook it, it lost the shame bread. There's no difference kezayis not kezayis. It didn't the rabbanon to remain the kezayis shame once out of shame of hamayitzi, uh, so you can't lose that shame. <clears throat> but it's only a din rabbanon. This rabbayitzi, you might be able to say when you learn kufsan ches. But once you learn what we just mentioned a minute ago, Tav Samach Aleph, you'll see that it's not going to go. It's not Emes. Because over there, you see that this din of cooking a piece of bread when it's more than a kezayis, that the shame bread remains, is a din deraisa klape matzah. <clears throat> Why? If you read the Mishnabru over there, the Mishnabru says, He says, if you take that same Mishnabru that we spoke about before. So Mishnabru says, if you take a piece of bread, of matzah, under kezayis and you cook it, he says, of course you're not yaitzah the mitzvah of matzah. It's no longer bread. It doesn't have a shame bread. So of course you can't be yaitzah the matzah. So then the Mishabur has a question. So then why do I need to come on, like the Gemara says, that if you cook matzah, you're not yaitzah because it doesn't have a tam matzah. Just say, I'm not yaitzah matzah because it's not matzah. What do you mean it doesn't have a tam matzah? It doesn't have a tam matzah. He says, Mishabur, I'll tell you why I need that. For under kezayis, like the Mishabur, of course I don't need that because once it's under kezayis, it's no longer bread. So no longer bread, no longer amaytzi, no longer matzah. Matzah kids at the Mishabur, but what if it's more than a kezayis? Says the Mishabur, go and look in Ilkas Brachis, and you'll see that when you cook something, a piece of matzah, more than a kezayis. So then you'll see over there that when you cook something more than a kezayis, then the bracha remains and it's still amaytzi. So you see, it still has a shame lechem. Now, the Mishabur is talking about matzah, the mitzvah, the raisa, and he says it's still the shame lechem. On that, the Mishabur, that's why I need to come on to doesn't have a tam matzah. For the case of where it does have a shame lechem, <clears throat> but it doesn't have a tam matzah once it's more than a kezayis. So this Mishabur is explicit that the chilek between more than a kezayis and less than a kezayis is a chilek minatoira. Now, what is that chilek? Oilam kedan. It's a big Hiddish. This uh, Sefer is correct in his uh, question that Lechaira more than a Kezayis is not a Svara to Mafkia, to, to sorry, to, to not Mafkia, Shane Bishel, and only less than a Kezayis. Maybe, yeah, maybe no. Maybe you should ask it to a scientist. I don't know. I don't know. But does stay. But I'll come upon him. Does survey sign.
is the first decide that we need to know. More than a kazayas, you can't remove the shame bread. Less than a kazayas, you could. How do you remove it? Either through a bezel process or a deep frying process, or by sticking it together with some type of a liquid medium in whereby you lost the tsura after it was stuck together. <clears throat> That's a basai is number one. Now, you can go one by one, Rabbi Isai, what exactly is You can go, Rabbi Isai, now, one by one, to try to figure out over here what exactly is the official process that we're discussing. And this, we'll see, it's based on a lot of the Kalalim of Yeridea, We'll just do a little chazar over here. <clears throat> Example, question number one. Uh, how much bishel is called bishel? When we say that you mavashal these pieces that are under kazesim, and that's how you were mafkia the shema moitzi. So how much bishel did you do? Kloimar, does it have to be fully cooked? I, I fully cooked this piece of bread? Or Michael ben Jusai, here comes the chazanish and arachayim simichavav in the beginning of his test. <clears throat> And over here, the Chazayin Ish says that when we talk about bread that was nisbashal, that lost the shame amoitzi, and now turns into mazayinus, he says once it was Michael ben Drusay, that's it. Again, what exactly is Michael ben Drusay? A third of the cooking process on a piece of bread? I don't know, but at least in Lundis, you understand it. <clears throat> then the Mishnah Bruins, you've got Nun Beis brings down a very famous as Everyone knows the Taisvis on Dachman Beis, I think it was, Taisvis and Zvachim. Very famous. When we say Bishel, what about Eroi? What if I take boiling hot water and I pour it with a stream of boiling hot water onto something? We know in Ilkhaz Kashras, the whole Ilkhaz Kashras is based on this. We know all over... In that's why you can't pour boiling hot water onto certainly not tea, but even onto other things because iris kimavashal. But we know it's a suffix if iris kimavashal, Rabbeinu Tam and Rishpam and Big Machlaikasin. So, what about over here? Let's say I take boiling hot water and I pour it onto something which is under Gazayas. I guess it would have to be something like breadcrumbs because iris, no matter what, is only mevashal like a day klipa. But let's say I take boiling hot water and I pour it onto a bunch of breadcrumbs. Are those breadcrumbs now, were they affected by a bishal process <clears throat> to such an extent that therefore it lost the shame past because you're mevashal less than a gazayas? Or do I say, no, you're not mevashal. Here the Mishabura says it's a suffix. He says, if you poured boiling hot water, very negale. let's say a person makes some type of a, 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 a matzah meal dish and he pours boiling hot water straight from the kettle onto it. So is that bracha now a moitzi or is it a mezainus? Over here, the Mishaburah is not willing to say, again, that usually we're very machmar and eroid to consider it to be their isa. Here's one of the few cases where the Mishaburah is shows that Be'emis is a suffix and that in all the other places where we were machmir, it was the pshat that we were being machmir. <clears throat> Here the Mishabura says, it's a cotton and base. I mean, niach perurim on a kaira, and you poured boiling hot water on them. He says, the achreinim say it's a suffix if it has a din of bishel or not. And therefore he says, it's a big problem. Therefore he says, patr it. Only eat a different piece of bread and patr it up. So now we know it has to be Michael ben And now we know Eroi is a suffix. What about cliche me? Now, Baisai, the other over here, I think we were Zaycha together, Baisai, whoever remembers to learn together, Hilchas Bishel. So, you know the answer to this, Lechaira, cliche me, when it came to Hilchas Shabbos. We were Machmer on cliche me when it came to Hilchas Shabbos. So, Lechaira, if you're going to take boiling hot water and put it on less than a kazayas piece of bread, just like in Hilchas Shabbos, we said you can't do that on Shabbos. You let it take a piece of challah and put it into your soup <clears throat> on Shabbos. Unless your soup is a klishlishi, or unless your soup, maybe if there was a ladle in between, the Mishabru is willing to be makel. But we're machmer on a klishini. So we would expect that over here, somebody's going to ask us, if I take a piece of Chala under a kezayis, 
and I put it into a cup, cliché, of boiling hot water, we would expect that such a thing you shouldn't be allowed to do. Cloymar, you can do what you want, but we would expect that now we have a major suffix because it's at least a suffix cliché, and it was always a suffix by us. And therefore, I don't know if it's a moitzi, I don't know if it's a medinus, meaning did the bishop process over here affect the less than a kazayas and take away from the shame of moitzi? We would have expected that this is a suffix, and over here, this mishnabura is shocking. I tell you, Rabbi Sai, these mishnaburas are sneaky ideas. You have Eroy, most people in the world think it's Medina that we're Machmar and Eroy, Bain and Kasher, Bain and Shabbos. And most people think that Klisheni, we're always Machmar and it's always a suffix. Over here, the Mishnabura reveals an incredible piece of information. The Mishnabura reveals to us, he says in Sivkotten and Beis, Klisheni is not Bishel. I know Klisheni is not Bishel, but we're Machmar. No. The Mishnabura's sheet is, is that all those places that you find that we're Machmar by Klisheni, that's because Chumr the Shabbos, or by Kashris, because by Kashris, who says we need Bishel, maybe it's enough just to transfer of Blias. But when you want to know 100% is Klisheni equals Bishel, over here in the Mishnaburi, he says it's not Haraya. He says if you take a Chatzi Kazayis of bread, put it into a Klisheni, Mishnaburi says that's not called Bishel. It's so not Bishel that the Brachas are might say you didn't Mafkia. Now, here you can't say the Mishnaburi is being Machmir, because if he would have been Machmir, he would have told you like he told you before to have it only in the middle of a Suda. <clears throat> so here, Mishnaburi. Brings down the Lechoira, you didn't lose the shame bread if you put it into a klisheni. Now, you could ask, what do you mean by Shabbos we're machmir? So I guess you have to say, yeah, Shabbos is a chumrah. Right? Shabbos is a chumrah. And here it's actually quite ironic and quite incredible. Abaisai, what's the din of Kavish in Ilkha Shabbos? If a person pickles something, he leaves something for 24 hours. We know in Ilkha's Kashris, Yeridea Simikofei, if a person takes a piece of meat and he soaks it, in a piece in, in a milk for 24 hours or in a vela, he soaks in a uh 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 let's say in a vela inside his uh kosher chicken soup for 24 hours. So then the luck is is that kavish is kimavushal, and we say that it's like as if you mavashled it, and therefore it's usur by Vasavakal, it's only the Rabbanan because not the but by Kashritz, it's an Isidar Isa Mamish Kavish is Kimavushal as in Mela. If we know that Kavish is Kimavushal, what should be by Yilchah Shabbos? Is Kavish Kimavushal Midaraisa? On Shabbos, if a person was Kavish something, he pickled something, he takes pickles, he takes cucumbers, and he pickled them. Is he over another Isa? Absolutely not. He asking that it's not. So over here, this is where it gets unbelievable. What if I take a piece of matzah bread and I soak it in water for 24 hours? Did I now change a piece under Kazayas, obviously? Did I now change the bracha from Amaiti to Mazinus? So here we would expect to say, well, Kavish isn't Kimavushal by Shabbos. So it can't be. And over here, says the Mishabura, not by us. In Tavzamachalav, you guessed it, the one we just read, Tavzamachalav, so you've gotten your Zion. Over there, the Mishabura brought down, if you remember, that what does the Zakan Berchayla do? He could take the matzah, dip it into water, but he says, don't do it for 24 hours, because then it'll be a problem of Kavish Kimavushal. He said, don't do it many slice. But what do you see? What happens if it's Kavish? So it sounds like from the Shabbat, but he says, that he shouldn't do it for 24 hours, because Kavish is Kimavushal. Maybe what the so therefore you see it's like mevushal. So therefore, if you do it for under kizayisim, if you do it for under the size of a kizayis, so therefore lechayra here by us also it would no longer have the shame of a hamayitzi or bimazayinus. But you can dan. Maybe the mishabura just means over there by chametz it'll be kimevushal and it won't have any more a time of matzah. But you don't know what'll be in our sugya if a person were to take a less than a kizayis piece of bread. And soak it for 24 hours. The truth is, Derek Law, once he does that, it's going to make the, re- the bread water, the water white, anyways. And we might have what it says over here in Seafood Aleph. But Akapanim, that's the cloud. Afkamina is Chalakogo. Now, I don't know how you guys make Chalakogo. Chalakogo, we discussed Chalakogo, and we are waiting for you to tell us what's about Chalakogo.
But how do you yeah. guys make challah kugel? That's before we start. Right, now, you're, now you're over my pay grade. No idea. How do you make challah kugel? No, because there's different methodology. The one I'll describe, which is the one, from Minkach, that's a Megizayin, that's what we saw. Azayit Ketin the Dark Kachiva, and Azayit Ketin the Rebetzin, for Shtetzach the Dark Kachiva, and the Svalya for Rebetzin, of Azayit Ketin. This is an incident of Mishpuche, is they would take the challah, they would break it up, and then they would put it together again with egg, and uh, and then they would basically bake it. So they would take it with mamish breckle it apart, and then put it together with egg, and then they would basically, sometimes they threw in some other things over there, so you know, it's, it's whatever it's, they could find, maybe a broken chair or something. And that's how they it. would make it. What do you mean? They would Plus, bake it again. They would bake it again. And they would basically bake it again. But sometimes they would put in no a raisiny paris, no like bristle. juices. No they bristle. would bake it again. Right. So I'm saying there's no bishop involved in this process. Yeah, they don't they don't take it and sometimes they soak it. I mean, first they they, they have to breckle it apart. So the way they breckle is they let it, they soak it a bit. And then they so put it covers. together. So that's covers, right? But they're not soaking it for 24 hours. So now, Lemaisa, when they take it and they put enough egg in it, so the egg most of the time is the roiv. So since the egg is the roiv, the mishabura, which we'll see soon, seems to say if that's the case, so then you were mafkia and you turned it into a barimim and because now you took uh, challah, <coughs> broke it up with roiv made pears, baked it back together again, but you baked it back together again with a roiv made pears, and the egg is considered a roiv made pears. And therefore, the minik says, Goyim Rishleim Azalman, in the Sefer of the same bracha, he has over there different truvets from Rishleim Azalman, <coughs> and over there, in Kursam Ches Yud, he brings Rishleim Azalman and said, the minik is on challah, to make him a Zionist. Now, I'm a little bit uh, uh, scared. Rishlam Zalman says over there, they would take bread anyways and soak it in water, and it would take a lot of the kishkas out of the bread, and the water would turn white. So, But these are things that you have to know exactly how everybody makes their chalakogel. If you make your chalakogel the way I just described, then the bracha would be a Zionist. Now, this over what, there... What, can Rob explain that again? What makes it a Zionist? Number one, it seemed they were soaking it the extent that the water would become white, which we'll see in a moment, that idea. Number two is, is even without that, it seems that they, after they soaked it, they would knead it with the egg. Now, this is the point of the Chiddush, because once it got soaked in the water, you could say there's not roiv made Paris, there's tons of water inside the bread. And that was Rishon Mazaman's Chiddush, that he said the Mayim that was Nivla into the Chala doesn't take away from the chshivas of that roiv may peris kloimar, the egg that it gets now stuck together with. And now that I stuck together these bits of chala and re-kneaded it and then baked it, that itself is enough to take away the chshivas of those pieces of bread and take it doesn't really look like bread, anyone that looks at it. And therefore the bracha would be a mezainas. That's what Shlomo Zaman said. Now, I'm a little bit scared because it could change based on the process. I will give you over here the Eitzah of the Goyim Rishlam Azaman himself. In any of the cases that we're going to discuss today, that you're not sure, did I mafkia the Shema Moitzi or not? Very simple Eitzah. Take these pieces under Kezayis, cook them in a Klirishan. Klirishan for sure is Mavashal. Even not Aleish. No one argues in that. Put it in a Klirishan and put it in there. Rishlam Azaman says, for a minute or half a minute. So if you take, let's say you don't know, we'll see in a minute, all different cases that this eights is a great eights. <clears throat> let's say the chalakoga, you're not sure, you're not sure. So now you don't know and you don't want to, you don't want to be have to wash on it, right? What does every good American want to be? He wants to be parif, he wants to be up and he wants to not have to bench. So may love, take the piece of bread, cut it into less than a kezayis, and then after you cut it into less than a kezayis, cook it. How are you going to cook it? Don't pour a klirishin on it. Don't put it in a klisheni. Don't put it into kavish. All those things are spakas. So put it into a klirishin for how long? 
So Shlomo Zaman says a half a minute. I got to found that to be a bit of a chiddush because the Chazanish told us we have to wait till Michael Ben Drusai. So I don't know, maybe do it for a minute. But if you take a piece of challah under gazayas, put it inside a piece of, uh, inside boiling hot water of a region for, for a minute. <clears throat> and now afterward, you put it together with egg, etc. Avada there's no question that it's a mezayinitz and an alamechia because you cooked less than a gazayas. And that's the rule of the day. Cooking less than a gazayas is mafkia, the shame pass. So that's what they say. Like of all the gates, that you should remember, we'll see a lot of cases this helps us with. Yeah. A lot of cases. Now, the <clears throat> next, now that you know the bracha on a piece of bread that you cook, now that you know the aloha on these croutons, at least theoretically, so now the shaila is, what is considered, we spoke about Bishol and we spoke about Klimishan and Iroi and all of these different processes. <clears throat> now the shaila is, what about Tigin? And Tigin is frying. Is oil any different? So now I want to make this very clear. The Mishabru and Sivkot and Samach test based on the Ramah and Sifidala that the Oilam saw says, look, if you're putting a little bit of oil just that the pan shouldn't burn, that's not Tigin. That's called baking. And that's the vada, no question. That has nothing to do. You didn't bishel it. If you take a piece of bread and you put some oil on the pan and you fry it up, even if it's less than a kezayis, a vada tamoitzi. You did nothing to it. <clears throat> no shiloh. If you take, on the same vein, if you take a pachas mikezayis, less than a kezayis, and now I digress for one moment. Very interesting thing. I keep on saying less than a gazayas, less than a gazayas, less than a gazayas. Everybody say, how much is a gazayas? Anybody know? So you're supposed to say, who knows? Chazanish, Chaim Noah, the Neidah didn't know. Over here, there's a beautiful Taz, Mamish in our Sugya, it's a Metziah Gedoyla. <clears throat> when the other one gets a chance, take a look at the Taz on Sifkot and Yud, on Sif Yud. Gvaldik Metziah. The Taz says, and if you want to know what a gazayas, the Taz says, it's Pashit. Everybody knows what a gazayas is. Now, Paisai, the night of you to live, I don't know, 100 years later, uh, something like that, not so far away. He was in Prague, he was in Kruka, so they weren't so far away. And he says, Kazais? Everybody knows what a Kazais is. And the night of you says, who knows what a Kazais is? Nishtana Tvoyen, Nishtana Beitzin, Nishtana everything. Interesting, what happened in that 100 years? I don't know. But I'll compone him. <clears throat> it comes out very interesting. What is the Kazais that we have to worry about? Maybe till now, we have a kezayis or chaynor, chazanish, some say 17 grams, you make it alamechia. There's a whole book with pictures begging them. Some say chayim velogen said six grams, etc. So what exactly is a kezayis? That's supposed to be pashit. But anyways, if you take a pachas mikezayis and you fry it with a drop of oil just that it shouldn't burn, no shayla, that's not called cooking. The other extreme is if I deep fry, I mentioned this before, and this is the Balatanya says in Sifidzayin, that if you... Take it's in the seafood diamond haga and in the seder berachos and then in park base seafood base. If you take uh, kezayis and you deep fry it, there's no pachas sh- mikezayis. You deep fry it, no shayla. That's called bishul. Our shayla is regular, good old fashioned tigin where you're not deep frying it and you're not putting on a drop. You're frying it in oil, <clears throat> a certain amount of oil, which isn't deep frying, so we can't consider it bishul. What is frying? Is frying in these halachas called baking, which doesn't remove the shame bread, or is frying so aggressive it's like cooking, and therefore it does remove the shame of bread of elastic eyes? has to do also with the way that frying works. Some say that the metzias of that frying works. It doesn't go in mamish. It creates a film around it, and therefore that's ke'en afia. <clears throat> so what's the din? So this is the suffix of Rabbeinu, the Mishnebura, and Sivkotin Nunvav. Avir Mishaburah doesn't know, and because of this, he starts with major chumras in Mishaburah. He says, if you take a bit less than a gazayas, and you fry it, not deep fry it, but you fry it, and not a tiny amount of oil, you tig in it, this is a suffix, you got to eat it only in a meal, because Mishaburah doesn't know. Obviously, if it's more than a gazayas, it's not worse than Bishal. But over here, the chazayin ish in chav vav siv and in siv tes, argues on the chav And he says, it's not a suffix. It's vaday not bishel. <clears throat> he takes a very strong stand, and he says it's vaday not bishel. Unbelievable chazanish uh, over here in Sivkatin. Hey, he takes a strong stand. He says 
It's afia based on the lambdas that we said. The way Tiggin works is it creates a film around it and doesn't. Can, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I slow down Therefore, a little bit? Therefore, it's a birchas I... and a mamisha birchas amazin, a birchas amazin, a birchas amazin, even less than a kezayis. What's enough? Can we we'll go on to page 183 for a second? I have to slow the down a second here because I, I want to uh, I'm seeing Mishabura on Tiglin. On one eighty three, if that's possible. See, so um, the nunvav. Nunvav, yes. And then and we have base, He says the words sarchi and lemaisa. Nunbeis. Charti and nunbeis. Nunbeis. Okay. Let's see. It's on page one eighty three. I don't see the sarchi in nunbeis. The last words. Last words on the charti. Oh, on the charti and oistun beis. Okay, can we can we can we start with the Mishabura in in uh sure in uh in Nunvav? She says it's not a clear thing. This if you were tigging the mashka, it's not clear. In other words, do we say so that, that, that means like that means leipt iber? So therefore, tigun. What we call uh, frying matzah bride, frying. What we call not deep frying and not just a little tiny drop. So we we call matzah bride the mashbura says you can't. Oh, eat so it. I'm getting now to the matzah bride. That'll be the nafkamina lemaisa. So is the machlekes in mashbura and the chazanish here? Is that the issue? Correct. That the the chazanish over here takes a very hard line in sifkat and hay argues on the mashbura and says the psak halacha on tegin. Is that it does not mafkia the shame of the bread unless in a kazais. This is not the, the one in tess. We have uh, this is the one in Simon Vav, Sif Katan Hay. It's also in Sif Tess. He alludes to it in Sif Tess, but it's in Sif Katan Hay. We don't have it. We only have Tess. Uh, we have Hayat Salanu and we have Tess. Okay. No, Tess also. And Tess, he also mentions it. He says it as an Agav. It was pushed him by this point that Tigin is considered not a Bishal. But you see, he takes it on Pashat and makes enough Gamina there. In tests, he, he talks about matzah He mamish talks about matzah yeah, brai. Matzah brai, matzah and He talks about mamish matzah Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Matzah He mamish says matzah brai. He he's coming to argue on the mishabura. This is the famous chazanish on matzah brai that comes to argue on the chav, on the chav, Okay. So now, what's enough kamina? So we'll go in order. <laughs> Let's go to French toast. We'll go one by one. French toast, a regular yid come. He was careful with his bread and he uh, he separated it at the table like Ramosha says, so that he shouldn't have a problem it would be fleshics. He cut himself a slice now. <clears throat> he takes it, he puts on it the egg and dust and he puts it in a frying pan. There's no shayla in the world that that's still a moitzi. Because it's more than a gazayas. He does, he decides to make an interesting type of a French toast. More of a matzah type of French toast. He cuts it up into a bunch of little pieces. We'll make them tiny pieces because everybody knows what Pachas Mikazayis is. He then dips it in egg and he fries it like that. What's the halacha? The halacha is if he deep fries it. So then in Hanami, lost the shame, pass, 100%. It's Mizainis. And that's, uh, you know, he's not going to be, I'd say, washing from Malafa Malka like the Mishabur says is a mitzvah lechatchila. If it's a tiny drop of oil just to make it that it doesn't burn, it's a mighty. If it's fried, French toast that's fried, so then the bracha is going to be a suffix. There's no suffix. Why? Because it's badai 100%. A mighty. Tigin doesn't mafkia. Now, I was just misupping a little bit. <clears throat> Mishbur talks about oil over here. Is that the same thing by egg? I think it's only by oil what the Mishbur means. And therefore, let's say he takes a, a tiny bit of oil. Most people, when they make French toast, they're not putting on tons of oil, they're making a little bit of oil, just that it shouldn't burn. And then they put the egg. The chayra, even if he were to have cut it up, it would still be a mis- uh, 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 Sorry, it would still remain a moitzi. According to the chazanish, of course it's a moitzi. But even according to Mishabur, the chayra, in that case, it would be a moitzi. Which really brings us to the big nafkamina of matzabrai. And this is exactly what the chazanish is coming to say. He says, if you take matzah, and it's more than a kazayis, even the Chafetz Chaim is going to agree that it's going to be a moitzi. Now, by matzah brai, of course, this is extremely negeya, because the people that make matzah brai, <clears throat> they cut it up into tiny pieces. 
You don't make matzah bright one huge piece of matzah. You cut it up into tons of pieces. You put inside the, the oil, the egg, etc. So now, if you're just putting on a tiny bit of oil that it shouldn't burn about, it's a mice. If the pieces are bigger than the kazais, of course, it's a mighty. But if you make regular matzah bry, the regular way, so then it's little pieces, and it's fried in oil, and the oil is, I don't know, deep fried, but certainly a lot of oil there. So therefore, what's the bracha? The Chavz Chaim says, I don't know. And the Chavz Chaim says, it's a mighty. <clears throat> now, very interesting. And the, therefore, the Chavz Chaim says, you should only have it in a meal. You have to wash on the matzah. It's very interesting. The Chavz Chaim was mesopic. The Chavz was Vadai, Ramosh Sternbach, Zazain Gesund, in Chele Gimel, Simikov Memei, Oisei, he has a new Gedank, he has a new way of looking at it. He says the whole Machlaikis, Mishdebru, and the Chavz Chaim is by bread. But he says not by matzah. He says when it comes to matzah, very interesting idea. He says when it comes to matzah, matzah is not easily changed by a Tigan process. I'll read you his words. Dafka Lecha Mishtana Bibishal. It's only by bread that gets changed by cooking. And it gets mamish soft until the point that it mamish falls apart, bread falls apart. And therefore, you could say it turns into mezainus. And also by tigin, the Chavetz Chaim is mistapic because maybe it's like a bishel, right? But he says, Mashen came by matzah, even after you fry matzah with egg and oil and everything, he says, it's a vada, doesn't lose the tzura so much. It's still very diamond to what it used to be. He says, Nicker hatev, it's very clearly distinct that it's matzah. And therefore, he says, you should make a moitzi. He writes, Shuv, I found in the Chazanish that says, Poshit, that matzah should nitkana, is a, even if it's less than a kazayas, is taka uh, moitzi. But again, he doesn't, the Chazanish didn't mean like Ramesh Sternbach. The Chazanish meant because always taken the Chazanish and Sifkat and Hei Paskind was not a mafkia of the shame bread. But the Rosh comes with a new svar <clears throat> that, that by matzah, it's going to take a lot more to mafkia from the shame bread. Now, I don't know how pushed this is because we saw that the Mishabura in Simon Tav Samach Aleph compared the sugis of matzah and bread and did not make chalukim. And therefore, this to me is a tremendous chiddish. Uh, but one thing is bar that in B'nai Brak, matzah brai is hamoidzi. <clears throat> In, uh, I suppose we'll say it like this. In Bnei Brak, it's Amoitzi because he doesn't have the suffix of the Chavz Chaim. In the Chesiyah Shevelt, Matzah Bray is Treif. Okay, Gibrox. And in the, I guess in Radin, and the rest of the Velt, we'll call it. So then Matzah Bray, if it's fried in oil, less than a Kezayis, it's a suffix, and you should only eat it in a meal. <clears throat> what should you do? You should do like Rishleim Mazalman. Take the pieces of matzah, less than a kezayis, put them in a clearation for one minute, and then according to everybody, it's a mezayinist. Even the chazanish would agree. In this case, it's a mezayinist. And then you can eat page, uh, pounds and pounds of matzah bright. And like we said, if you get out of the hospital, you'll make on it only in alamechia. Mm. We'll say you don't have to have the whole thing uh, just one piece? I don't. Uh, no, you take all the matzah, break it up into little pieces of matzah and then put it into a clearation, let it soak there until a minute. I don't know if you put them all in, it might cool it down. But you basically take a matzah, cut it up into less than a kazayas, cook it in water for a minute or whatever, and then afterward fry it. And then make the matzah bright like that. It's not going to affect the taste of the matzah bright. I gave this date to last year. And someone told me, ah, the rabba tastes even better. And then the brachas and mezayinitz and alamechia pashit according to all the paiskin. Sounds easier to wash. Okay. Um, I got. Is... I said this eight so last year, and somebody did it, but he didn't do it the way I said it. And he just took the matzah, broke it up into a bunch of pieces, and poured boiling hot water all over the matzah. That's a mistake, because that's eerie. Unless you want to say that maybe now it's a sveik sveika. The person called me and asked me this shaila. I said maybe it's a sveik sveika. Something number one is that eerie itself is like Bishel. Something number two is that maybe Tikkun is like Bishel. You put both of them together. So if you already did it, Mestami, you make a Mezayinus and Anal-Mechia, and that much you maybe wouldn't have to eat in the middle of a matzah meal. Pardon my friend. Okay, I, I, I think I'm speaking for everybody. There can, would the Rav mind giving us a Chazari here because we're a little confused. So uh, let's... Uh, my pleasure. Okay. So it's like this. 
the, the basic idea you have to remember always <clears throat> is less than a kazayas has to have a process. How do you get rid of the shame bread? Yeah, it was kal shame lechem. How does the shame lechem get mufka? So let's go in order. If you take the bread, all different processing to this bread that I could do to take away the shame bread. Number one is, is I could break it up and grind it up into a flour. Did that get rid of the shame bread? That, said the Shulchan Aruch, in Sif Tes, in Sif Yud, in Shulchan Aruch, Tav Tzamech Aleph, in Sif Dalit, Be'er brings this down. If all you did was grind it up, it remains a piece of matzah meal, breadcrumb, hamoyitzi, washed in Zilas Yedayim, and make a birchus amadzin if you have a kezayis, and you can be yitzah in the midst of matzah, and even if you take it with some water, it didn't change the tzura, it didn't change it, you didn't have the in the water for a while, and therefore the birchus amadzin and the birchus amadzin. That's the least aggressive processing to a piece of bread of less than a kezayis, and therefore it did not affect the shame hamoitzi. <clears throat> the next step, that you always have to remember your whole life, is that when you're more than a kezayis, you can't lose the shame hamoitzi. And we saw that to Dinder Aisa. Ad kach, that the Chafetz Chaim said in Hilchus Pesach, that the only reason you can't be Yotze Matzah is because it doesn't have a Tam Matzah. So you can cook it, you can do whatever you want to it. If it's more than a Kezayis, whatever Kezayis is, you can't lose the shame of Moitzi. The whole starting point of the Shia today is less than a Kezayis, and you're doing some aggressive form of processing. One aggressive form of processing is cooking. If you cook a less than a Kezayis piece of bread, it is no longer a Moitzi. What's called cooking? It's not enough. Maybe an ero is a suffix, maybe cliche is a suffix, but clearation or cooking, anything less than a kezayis, takes away the shame of moitzi. And remember that, Rabbi Yisai, because <clears throat> that's some, some weird theoretical case. It's a logal of maisa and eitza to get out of any sfekis. Anytime you have a suffix, take the matzah, break it up into less than a kezayis, cook it for a minute, and then do whatever you want. And it is not a moitzi, it's mezayinus. And even if you eat thousands of it, it will remain in alamechia. Something to remember. And that everyone agrees. So far, everything I said is pushit. The next shlav is that let's say I take a matzah, a piece of bread, and it's less than a kezayis, and I don't cook it. I fry it. And when I say fry, I don't mean a little drop of oil, because that's not called frying. And I don't mean deep frying, because that's called cooking. I mean you fry it, <clears throat> what we call in a frying pan oil. So if you take less than a kezayis, and you fry it in oil, this question, if you don't know the answer, you're in good company, because the Mishabur also does not know the answer to the question. Because Anish knew the answer. He said, tigin is not called cooking. Tigin frying is not called cooking, and it's called baking. And therefore, you didn't remove the shame amoitzi, and sebleibt amoitzi. And therefore, he says, matzabrai in all cases is amoitzi. Of course, if it's a gazayas, even if it's less than a gazayas, all you're doing is frying it, you're not deep frying it, it's a moitzi. The Chavetz Chaim doesn't know. In Sivkot in Nunvav, in Shartzi and Nunbeis, he does not know what's the status of tigin. So therefore, he says, only eat it in a meal if it's under a gazayas and you tigined it. Therefore, I gave the Eitzah today that when you want to make matzah take it and cook it for a minute first in a klirishin, under gazayas in pieces, and then go and do your heart's desire, go and fry it up. The Yamatzebrak is into hate. The Hasidim, it's treif. The Hazanish Brakers, it's no matter what a Mizainus, unless you did my eights of the cooking. But the Chavzchaim didn't know what to do. So what do you do? Cook these little pieces of Kezayis in water for less than a, 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 a minute, something. And then afterward, make your Matzebrak, and then it's a Mizainus, and Basayf and Alamechia. That's the, 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 the basic in a nutshell of Sikum. I just Beautiful. mentioned one more uh, thing. Is that clear, first of all? Yeah. I want to mention one more Nakuda. It's a Chazanesian, now Chazanesian, Chavav Oisehei, Sikotanei, and Dibra Matzla Yoytzei. Very interesting Chazanish. He's going on a suffix of the Bir Alacha in Dibra Matzla Im that the Bir Alacha brings the Prima Godim in Ois Kavches, that the Prima Godim says that let's say we've been talking the whole time that I took a Kezayis and I cooked it. You didn't take away the shame bread. Kezayis, cooked it, you didn't take away the shame lechem. <clears throat> the Prima Godim says, what if I cook it, a kezayis, and then afterward I break it? Before I eat it, I cook it, 
and then I break it. We would have thought you didn't lose the shame bread because you have to cook it when it was less than the kezayis to remove the shame lechem. The Bir Alacha doesn't know the answers. It's very interesting suffolk. And love this. It's a very, very hard suffolk to understand. Love this is not such an understandable suffolk. I, I cooked it and I didn't mafkia the shame bread. The Bir Alacha is not sure. And unbelievably, the Chazanish and say takes on the tzad that we would have said the fakert from. Chazanish says, no, if you cook a kezayis and then you break it in half, that's already called. That it lost the shame pass. Unbelievable. Very hard to understand. And Lundis, how does the processing, you cooked it more than a kezayis, it didn't take away the shame lechem, and now you broke it in half? And then even more schwer in Lundis, the chazanish says, unless you cook it more than a kezayis, break it, and then immediately eat it. Because he says, that can't be that it won't have the chashivas of bread. He proves it. He says, what do you mean? Because if I take a kezayis that I cook and then I put it in my mouth, already you're about to bite it. And when you bite it, it's going to be less than a kezayis when you swallow it. So you see that it can't be that at that point it makes enough kamina. It must be that if you cooked it and then broke it and then waited and then ate it, that it would be a mezayinus. But if you miyad eat it, then for sure you see that it remains with the shame so therefore, even if right before you put it into your mouth, now this is a very difficult thing to understand. All over Elchus, Brachas, and Kashtris, we find that the chshivas of the shame of a big thing, of a barrio, is what it was like when it went into your mouth. So why is there a raya from when I went into my mouth to what it is when it's outside my mouth? I must tell you, this is something I do not understand, and I find it uh, very, very, very difficult. The one thing that we didn't discuss today is that we did not discuss uh, but based on this sugya and the Mishabura, Taka says this since you've gotten the test, he says, based on what you learned today, Kneidlach is matzah, flour basically, breadcrumbs that were put back together with egg that have no tzuris of the Nahama, that are all less than a kezayis, and that they're cooked. So he says, of course, it's a mezayinus. And then why, is it less than a, why is it less than a kezayin? It's a big is less than a kezayin. We, we done at the shlav of when it was broken up. You mean the matzah mill? How much matzah mill went in to make each knadle? Correct? That's what the rubber means? Correct. But again, the original, we don't the, the matzah mill. We done the flour. We done the flour when it's being put together. So you're That's putting flour, together. Pesach, it's matzah mill. It's matzah mill, right? Because it was matzah to make difference. Flour or matzah meal? Does it make a difference? Of ah, no, flour for sure. If it's real emesis of flour, then, then, then for shtetzach, that's going to be a mesayinus. It never got the shame of bread. I'm talking even when you're using matzah meal, it's a moga hot the shame bread. Right. We're talking about matzah meal. So that's a, mm-hmm. a, a, a knadle is not a kazayas? A knadle is not a kazayas. But a knadle less than a kazayas? I can eat, you're telling me a chaylik can eat a knadle in a kipper? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the needle once it was put together. I'm, I'm talking about before it was put together. So when you take it, you take a, a dot and a dot and you're putting it together. So that uh-huh. at that point, it doesn't have the Tzuritsa in a hammer. Understood. So Lamaisa and Knadel. You ate Knadel with, with, with soup. What's the Lamaisa now? Knadel is a Zionist, and if you ate 50 of them, still Alamichia. Nice. And this, and the, and you, and the, the, what about the soup? Do you have to make a shakal on the soup? So that's a big child. It depends if you're eating canadal with every single bite. You're eating some soup, and there's only a tiny bit left. So then in a kanami, then it'll be a nicker and a tuffle. But usually, it's not the case. Usually, person has a big canadal, and then he has a lot of soup. Usually, you know, if he has a suffix, he should pat there. I mean, one day, Mr. Shem will learn Rachel Bays. We'll learn these alochas. But uh, Derek Klal, most people have a, you know, sometimes you have a crouton soup and you turn tons of croutons in. And economy there is probably mezainous because it's like the cereal chayla. You just have a little bit of liquid at the end. What about uh, stuffing? The stuffing is too difficult to go into because it depends how they're making the stuffing. I'm saying, you know, know if they're making it like the chalakogol, then it's like we described. So it depends on the mitzvahs of what they Yeah, I mean, the, the mice are the real... Uh, Emistika Litvaks, they make matzah bread on Pesach, which will be a right? If they take flour and water 
and bake it afterward. Flour meaning matzah meal. I don't mean chalila flour. I mean matzah meal and water and bake it. And they make matzah cake, matzah bread. So then it'll be a mighty. If they make matzah cake, they put it together with mayperis and bake it. That the Mishabura says, it'll be a mezainus in the nalamechi unless you eat enough. And then it turns into a mighty. Uh -huh. So the the shail only is on the the shabbos suffix only on the frying with the with the chaznish. That's uh, not not if it's uh, cooked, only the frying. Absolutely. Okay, so we, and baking we is also everyone. We covered the whole thing. We covered matzah bray, challah kugel, the rabbis everything. Knedlach. What knedlach? Absolutely. And, and and the stuffing. So uh, okay, we covered everything. Yasha koyach. Thank you very much. We uh, we forgot we were fasting. Mamish. Okay. Send me a message. Uh, What's the next sugya? That is Hashem. Probably maybe see if you gimbal, but whatever the item says. Uh, should, is there? A, do you want to do? Is truknin a sugya? Uh, all that these things are sugyas. All these things. Truknin. Well, probably, probably maybe talk to the other Russia Kailin, but probably we should just finish up here. See if you gimbal, you dial it, tesvav. That's all in this neighborhood. I just asked them if they're on board with that. It would seem to me that you gimbal, you dial it, tesvav. Uh, so are we going into Lechem, Lechem Akutach? Are you going in Viter in the Amid or... or uh, Stama. Stama together with Truknin and all that, yeah. Stama. Okay. Very good. Yeah, Shukayach. All right. We also have to, to talk about, we have to talk about our Tisrael because we're we're getting close. So the Rav can put some thought into, into this fear. Okay. Yeah, Shukayach. Okay. Thank you very, very much. Yes, Rabbi Sai, what we do? We're gonna go, they're finished. We're gonna go downstairs. We are nine, I think, or eight or nine.